This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Wednesday, September 15th. This is episode 350. That's five zero. Holy crap. I know. Man, my name is Dan Ellis and I am joined via remote connection by Mr. Ryan Duffy. How are you tonight? I am marvelous. I just shoved two pieces of pizza in my face and made Dan very jealous. <laughs> you did indeed, you rotten bastard. And I got two more slices upstairs waiting for me after the show. Eating delicious Lucky Slice pizza on camera in full view of, of me who has no well, pizza. It was supposed to arrive before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't eaten A anything likely yet story, today. you sadistic bastard. Yes, I am the evil harbinger of death. <laughs> Satan's pizza. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and unfortunately, Taylor is not joining us tonight because he has some some ouchies. His, his back yeah. is killing him. We told him, take care of yourself, get better. No need in trying to hurt yourself just to do a podcast. Yeah, he's mentioned having some some back pain in the past and was feeling pretty good for a while, but I, I'm not sure what he did. Maybe it was because he's been working out recently or lately. I don't know. But something has has injured his back and made him not feel terrific. And back pain yeah. is fucking awful, man. Well, I know he's he's having back spasms. Oh God, that's yeah. Back pain is fucking terrible because there's so, no there's no position you can get in to feel comfortable or yeah. to to really help relieve the pain. It's like it just always always hurts, and then it's like this pretty constant high level of pain usually for back pain, and then every now and then you'll do something that is just like somebody's stabbing you in the back with with something sharp <laughs> yeah so so him having to sit in a chair in front of a computer for a couple of hours right now to record a podcast would have been debilitating for him yeah yeah uh, so we hope he gets feeling much better very quickly yeah because oh and sucks. on another note of diseases and stuff i am covid negative yay i knew that it the was, rapid test came back negative and yep then you guys went in for the PCR. What does the PCR stand for? Do you know? Or I don't know. The PCR, well, the rapid test is the one where they swab your nose, and the PCR, they make you spit. These are things that I could look up on the internet because uh, we're sitting here, and, and I have the computer open and running. Like, we got our rapid results back. Like, literally, we were driving back from getting the test done, and like halfway home and we didn't go that far away. We we're probably only like 15 minutes from the house. Halfway back, we got a rapid result of back. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like, Oh shit. Nice. Yeah, but yeah. PCR is polymerase chain reaction test for COVID. Ah. It's a molecular test that analyzes your upper, upper respiratory specimen. Yeah. We were, uh, me and Sarah were both negative for her friend did lose her sense of taste and smell for like a day or two, but it's coming back now. So hopefully she's on the upswing. Yeah. 
Um, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully she's going to be feeling much better very soon. Which it still goes to show that even if you only got the J&J vaccine, yeah, you might feel like shit for a few days, but you're not going to end up in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's just it. Like all three of the major vaccines that are available here in the U.S. Um, are very good at you know, helping to make sure that you don't have really awful symptoms of COVID. Like even if you get COVID, you're probably not going to end up in the hospital because of it. Yeah. You're not going to end up on a ventilator. You might have a fever. You might have, you know, the loss of sense of taste and smell, but it's not getting you to that critical state, which is really what we want to avoid right now in our, in our hospitals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Um, so just kind of as a, as a news roundup thing, there's been quite a bit that has happened over the last week or even just the last few days. Um, Biden issued an executive order that all federal employees and contractors must be vaccinated. There is no testing yes. alternative, no saying that, well, I don't want the vaccine. I'll just be tested. And as long as I test negative, I can still come into work or whatever. No, you need to get the vaccine unless you have a valid religious or health exemption. And I don't even think you should have a religious exemption. I think that's complete fucking bullshit. Health, yes. Yeah. Religious, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. You that and and that kind of comes into another news item uh, that we'll be talking about in a little while where Senator uh Senator Cory Booker is pushing for the Do No Harm Act that mm -hmm. will will help mitigate some of the negative effects of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act that has allowed people to use their religion as a cudgel and to beat people up <laughs> to say that, yeah. you know, I, because my religion says it's okay that I can discriminate against you and that's not the way things should be going. No. Um, and it was interesting that a lot of uh, Mormon people here in Utah have apparently been requesting uh, that their ecclesiastical leaders provide a religious exemption and the LDS church, <sighs> like the official LDS church's stance was no, we're not going to do that because our religion does not teach that vaccines are, are bad or that you should not get them. That's there. There is no religious exemption to be sought here. Stop asking us. I mean, even so I know one of the big ones besides Christian scientists, uh, like Judaism, like the Orthodox Jews, say it's a religious thing not to get vaccinated, but I don't, where is that in the text? Where did Jesus say, do not get vaccinated? Because vaccines did not fucking exist at that time to say, don't do this. Well, it's, yeah, but that's just it. it like, it doesn't exist in the text. They're, they're pointing to different parts of the text and interpreting it to mean, to fit whatever they want it to mean. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why there are so many different religions, because somebody finds a bit of text that they could interpret, you know, in one of 10 different ways. And those are scattered throughout the book all over the place. So you have people coming to reach different conclusions on bits of text all over the place and disagreeing with each other, splitting off into other sects and creating whole new religions out of it. Yeah, it's it. I mean, they're they're basing their beliefs on bullshit. It's just that they don't agree on what, what smell, what smell or flavor the bullshit is. <laughs> I prefer chocolate. <laughs> mm, chocolate bullshit is the best bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they'll point to anything they can to try to do what they want anyway, which is the whole bit about religion. Like it, people by and large will conform to whatever 
their preacher, pastor, religious person is telling them to do as long as it pretty much aligns with what they want to fucking do anyway. Exactly. You know, it's, it's used as an excuse to do terrible things or to believe terrible things or to, to just shut your brain off. Then, well, somebody told me that I have to do this, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. That's why it's, it's, I think it's less, less about faith and more about me. Oh, absolutely. Well, I don't believe that. So I can't go to that church anymore. They teach this crazy stuff. I don't really believe in that, but this one believes in the same thing I believe in. So that I trust that church. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, they're, they're, where's, your, where's your faith? Uh-huh. Yeah. They're just finding something that conforms to their own internal narrative. And as long as they align, then they're happy in church and think that their church teaches the right things because it's what yeah. they already believe. Yeah. My church teaches raw things. It lets me hit gays. Uh-huh. Cause they's bad people. I knows it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, so there was that, uh, Gavin Newsom has won his recall election. I don't which, know that like he, he wasn't recalled, which I guess is a win. It's, it's basically yeah. that he didn't lose his governorship. Yeah. And which, and from all appearances, it looks like he may have won by an even larger margin than when he was initially elected. Ooh, I didn't, I'd actually didn't look that up. I, I just noticed that when I looked at it, I'd seen some data on the split between Republicans and Democrats in the state. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that the split in votes seemed to align pretty close to what they already had already considered to be the split between Democrats and Republicans, mm-hmm. which should go to say there was no voter fraud. Oh yeah. But I'm like, I'm, I was thinking or had in mind more show up. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking, you know, specifically percentage wise, like the number of people who voted no on the recall yeah. effort is a larger proportion percentage wise of the total votes that came in for it versus the percentage with which Newsom won the governor's seat yeah. in the first place. Which so, I would say goes to show that more people are coming out to vote, which is oh yeah good. Yeah, well, and they're driven, you know, they were driven to turn in their ballots or go to the polling places mm-hmm. because the leading Mail-in. Yeah, the leading uh opposition person was Larry Elder, who is just mm-hmm. batshit fucking nuts. That guy he's has he's got more problems than a math book. <laughs> And yeah, he's, he's basically just a Trump clone. And I think that scared the bejesus out of a lot of people, including a lot of the Jesus lovers in orange County. Um, I was, I was looking at results earlier today and the results out of orange County have Gavin Newsom with a much larger margin of victory than he had when he won the governorship. So hopefully, and, and, you know, COVID in large part, that's what everybody is pointing to as one of the primary reasons why he won this recall effort is because of his handling of COVID. And And it's also why he was recalled. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't doing the things he was making everybody else do that. I mean, there was an effort before the French laundry thing. So so for people who don't know, uh, he put in a mask mandate and said, you know, people should stay home. They should isolate. And then he went to the French Laundry, which is a very famous, like world famous restaurant, uh, very high dollar, high, high value. Yeah, he's rich. If you're, if you're into that, he was invited to a birthday party at the French Laundry, went there and attended this birthday party and dined 
congregated with people and was unmasked and, you know, uh, conservatives, you yeah, conservatives took pictures and shared them all around and said, oh, you hypocrite. And, and he, to his credit, came out immediately and said, yeah, that was stupid and I feel bad and I don't know, you know, why I did that or what I was thinking. It was clearly an error. I apologize. That won't happen again. So, so what you're doing is he, he owned up to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he well, that's a novel idea. Yeah. He, he <laughs> held himself accountable and said, no, absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. I was in the wrong here. That won't happen again. I apologize. He took responsibility mm-hmm. for it. And that's really refreshing these days when we see so many mm-hmm. leaders who are not doing that type of thing. Yeah. And I noticed uh, Janet Uter, a uh, listener of the show, was posting out on the community page uh, about like all the stuff going on in Huntington Beach, mm-hmm. which I clicked on their Huntington Beach community thing. And I was like, holy fuck, these people. Because Biden <laughs> was there as well yesterday. Uh-huh. And all of them spewing, he should stay in the White House. He should just do his job. How dare he spend tax dollars to travel here? It's oh like, my God. Wait, didn't Trump do that all the fucking time and you guys loved it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just it. Their guy wasn't holding a rally, so they yeah, they were really well, upset. I guess Biden was kind of holding a rally for to get out the vote for Newsom, which they didn't mm-hmm. like. Yeah. <laughs> Should I break out the Sark quote for you? No, I, I was waiting for him. Uh, since Taylor's been feeling bad, he probably didn't see me comment on another thing. I was just waiting I thought about putting an additional comment saying waiting for the Sark quote, Taylor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not really participating in good faith. They're not having a good no. faith conversation where they want to discuss different ideas and find out how you came to your opinion. And if theirs is possibly wrong, they're not interested in that. All they want to do no. is, is continue beating the drum of their, they're right about everything. You're wrong about everything. And there is no compromise to be had with people, which yeah. is what drives me fucking nuts about, people like Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin who think that you can actually do compromise on a lot of these things. No. Sure. There are a few reasonable Republicans left in Congress, but by and large, they're, they're Trumpists. Most oh, yeah. of the Republicans in Congress are Trumpists or they're too fucking terrified of Trumpists, Trump can- <laughs> of Trumpists in the wild that they won't speak out against the other Trumpists in their party. Because they don't want to lose their seats, even though the the craziest of the crazies have lost their seats. So basically, we're paying them to sit there and do nothing. Yeah, it's maddening. They are ethical and moral cowards. They have they they blow whichever way the political winds of expediency blow them. And it's not fact based. They like to be blown (laughs) by the winds of political expediency. Uh-huh. Uh, also, I'll leave that there. Also, in the news roundup, Intermountain Healthcare here locally in Utah uh, has suspended non-emergency surgeries because Utah's coronavirus cases have once again overwhelmed our hospitals and medical staff. We're seeing yeah. story after story, not just here in Utah, but across the United States of hospitals turning away people with other maladies because their hospitals are full of COVID patients. Um, I read a few stories this week of unfortunate people who got sick and were referred out to more than a dozen different hospitals and were declined being accepted as a patient in all of them and ended up fucking dying because they couldn't get into the hospital because of these unvaccinated fucking morons who are taking up all the hospital beds. 
Well, I, I saw one story today and, and we got a, a mutual friend, uh, Tiffany Hudson, who had to go through and she had to have a, a kidney transplant. And here's the guy I saw a story about today, which made me think of her, was he is on the list for a kidney transplant. He was supposed to go have it done, but now he can't have that surgery. Yeah. It's like this dude has a surgery he's been waiting on to save his fucking life. And there's someone in there taking up a bed that was given the fucking shit to save his life and told exactly what the fuck to do and refused. So now someone else might die because of their fucking being dipshits. Yeah. I have a, I have a friend from high school who commented and typically when you hear a friend of mine from high school commented (laughs) on something, it's, it's bad, but it's, well, this is bad, but in a different way. Um, a friend of mine commented on one of my posts talking about this, um, lack of of access to healthcare at Intermountain Healthcare because we're full with covid patients. Mm-hmm. And my friend said, I'm well, in kidney does and, look bad. Yeah, my friend said I'm in kidney and liver failure. I'm unable to eat by mouth and I get all my nutrition through a pick line. Every single procedure I need to have done has been put on hold because of the assholes who are unvaccinated. So, yeah. They're livid to say the least, they said. So, it's So yeah, so it's it's not people wanting to get plastic surgery done there being turned away from the hospital. It's people that are waiting for a surgery that would change their life for the fucking better Mm -hmm. that are sitting there having to languish because of these dumb fucks not taking the right precautions. Yeah. People with all kinds of other health conditions that can't get the treatment that they need because there are no doctors available to treat them because they're all busy dealing with these unvaccinated dolts. Yeah. Or even I saw the one where the mom, uh, you know, we can take the internet for what it is and how true these stories are sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I chose to believe this one where they, she showed a picture of her uh, son in the backseat of the car suffering from a, uh, a fever and said, I can't go into the hospital with my son right now who has got a high fever because he's immune compromised because he has cancer. So we have to wait out in front of the fucking hospital until a doctor can come out here and see him. Yeah. Lots of nutty shit going on. There are more things in the news that we will be talking about when we come back from this little break. Okay. This is Danielle Moscato, civil rights activist, trans woman, extraordinaire, and public speaker. You are listening to Godless Revolution, and I hope you enjoy the show. Now, I understand it. Christians love to feel persecuted. It's part of their origin story. But we're a long way from them getting eaten by lions in the Colosseum. 70% of the country is Christian, not to mention every president we've ever had. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Hey, Ryan. Yeah? We have an update on a story. uh, Oh, I like that. That was kind of fun. I like updates. I was, I was hoping uh, Taylor would be here for this one because it's in, in Kansas, but uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Remember this guy? That's why I think about resigning every single day. That place sucks. So, Topeka sucks. And we can speed up and get, but that place sucks. If you want our country to change and our state to change, quit acting like what you're doing, keyboard warriors. So. Oh, <laughs> fucking keyboard warriors get out of fucking Topeka that's what Sammy says <laughs> that was Kansas rep Mark Samsel who uh, <sighs> if people will remember uh, was 
aside from being a Kansas representative, also was apparently a a substitute teacher. Got to make ends meet. (laughs) As a part-time gig, I don't know. And was filmed kicking a student in the groin and... Yeah, talking about masturbation or something. Yeah, something I can't even remember why I kicked him in the ground. But like talking about masturbation with these kids and saying he's gonna bring down the wrath of God, all of that kind of stuff, like went full on nuts in this classroom with these and kids. And it was his plan. And was filmed and then was charged, I think, with like assault and battery on yes. the students and for having a kid kicked in the testicles. Yeah, and then was absolutely not apologetic about anything he had done. And as we just heard in that little bit of a clip that uh, we had played previously on the show, like he he didn't think he had done anything wrong. No, and you know, Which, in that in that clip, he went further and said, you know, no, that that place sucks. I don't want to go back there. And I get more, you know, letters of support from people versus just these keyboard warriors complaining. Well, let's let's preface that he got more support from people he knew. Yeah. <laughs> so the people you know support you, but the people you don't know don't. Which I bet there's more people you don't know than you do. Uh huh. Yeah. People who know me know that I'm, you know, not a religious fanatic nutcase. Yeah, they see me at church every Sunday. <laughs> so uh, that guy uh, has uh, pleaded guilty. And what? But he didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) So this comes to us from the Hill. It says that a Kansas state lawmaker who was accused of kicking a student in the groin has been sentenced to probation only, apparently, according to court records. Mark Samsel was sentenced to 12 months probation on Monday. He was ordered not to use his personal personal social media accounts as well. Uh, And my, my guess is the reason why he got probation is because of the ongoing COVID epidemic. I mean, yeah, that probably played into it. I'm guessing this was his first, you know, offense against yeah. children. So, <laughs> I just got to take an aside here because I just uh, had the shit scared out of me. Uh-oh. Yeah. There's there's a window to my right. Do you need to go clean up? Almost. <laughs> so there's a and window I just to your looked, right. Yeah. I just saw a shadow to my right. Uh-huh. And I looked up and there's a fucking cat staring at me through the window. <laughs> Is it a black cat? Uh, black and brown. It walked away now. It's all good. That I literally went like it startled me for a second because I, <laughs> I, I, out of the corner of my eye, there's like two neighborhood cats, and that was one of them. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> You're I had fine. to say something because it just fucking got me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if maybe you had a piss shiver or something. <laughs> there was just a little sudden violent movement. With you yeah, sitting there a, in your chair. There's a cat right there <laughs> in the window. <laughs> I didn't know you were so terrified of cats. <laughs> well, when I'm not expecting one, an unexpected cat is scary. <laughs> Nobody expects the cat in the window. And it's just looking at me. <laughs> like you look over and it's just staring at you through the window. It's like, oh, what? I'm not jerking off. <laughs> Nothing to see here, kitty. Keep moving. <laughs> oh, all right. So Samsung's a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so his his attorney said further that uh, Mr. Samsel is very sorry for his actions, loves his community, and looks forward to moving on from this incident and continuing to represent his district in the Kansas legislature. Of course, all of this comes on the heels of him saying in that it's previous saying, clip that it sucks and he hates it yeah. and that he didn't care if he lost his job. 
but you know, that's, that's, uh, interesting video taken by students in the class showed Samsel talking to the students about God, the Bible, masturbation, and suicide before he allegedly kicked the student in the groin quote, you're about to anger me and get the wrath of God. Do you believe me when I tell you that God has been speaking to me? Samsel said in the video before grabbing the teen, grabbing the teenager and threatening to kick him in the balls. Samsel appears to kick the student about 10 minutes later. Of course, when he was arrested, he denied kicking or striking the student. Like he, he did it. He tried to lie about it. Then he was later unapologetic about it. Now through his attorney, he's issued an apology and says, uh, in court, he said, your honor, I just want to say, I'm sorry for what happened. I never intended to hurt anybody. Where in the previous video, he said it was their plan all along. Yeah. Uh, apparently he is also receiving mental health treatment that he apparently so desperately needs. And I hope that continues until he feels well again. And I mean, if he honestly does need mental health issue, mental help, uh, yes, yeah. I agree. Mental health issues are real. Yeah. Unfortunately, this mental health issue is brought on in a belief in a God. Mm-hmm. And is exacerbated by a belief in a God. I've, I can't tell you how many times over the years I've heard people say, oh, well, you know, religion isn't the thing that makes people do crazy, weird, harmful things. It's that they, you know, they have those crazy, weird, hurtful, hateful thoughts in their head anyway. And religion just provides the justification. It's like, okay, well then don't let them justify it that way. Yeah, exactly. If, if, if religion is justification for their horrible actions, maybe that religion isn't that fucking good to give them a justification to commit a horrible act. Yeah. Like people complain to me all the time and say, well, it's not, it's not the religion's fault. It's because of these other things and religion just brought it out and it's like, okay, well then don't bring religion into it. <laughs> And I'm yelling and people may not have even heard what that was because it it's really frustrating. They're, like like they're they complain and tell me exactly what my thought is anyway when they're complaining to me. Well, it's it's it, it kind of goes on the, the line of people when they say, well, guns aren't a problem. You know, it's mental health issues. But if the person didn't have access to a gun, could they have done that? Right. Right. Exactly. No. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't, I don't understand that line of thought. Like, well, you know, they would be doing this. They, they might do this anyway, but you know, the religion just made it happen. Okay. Well, yeah. that's, then, that's the whole thing, man. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's people want to hold on to something so desperately that they'll justify in any way they can. Yeah. So even if that is, can be come down to a, root cause of why a person is doing something if they want to desperately hold on to that thing no well that's not the real issue yeah well then how isn't it if you can if you can draw everything back to this one thing causing them to act this way but you want to hold on to it so desperately you got to find another way around it no that's you're you're pleading yeah well and that's just it like i get into arguments with people all the time online that they they provide justification for something that they currently believe, but they've believed this thing for a long fucking time. And the justifications they give to me are things that they've just recently learned, right? Like for example, I was just given my, I think it's only the second time that I have ever been temporarily banned from Facebook for anything. And it's because I got in an argument online with this dummy who was, who was, and, and 
Jesus, who was an anti-vaxxer. And, you know, we traded comments back and forth on somebody's post. I can't even remember exactly where it was. And he made some comment about, oh, well, you must not be up on the current science because current science says blah, blah, blah. And he provided links to whatever, some stupid article that that said something about, oh, yeah. you know, the vaccines don't work and, and whatever the, whatever was, you know, vaccines don't work. We have our immune system for a reason. And, you know, that helps us get over the, get over the sickness and then we're better off. And my response was something along the lines of, okay, but vaccines help ensure that you don't get sick in the first place. You knuckle dragging fuck stick. Yeah. And I got a 24 hour ban for calling him a knuckle dragging fuck stick. Yeah. I mean, even today I had, uh, uh, an acquaintance, a friend, I don't know, really a friend, an acquaintance come over cause I, they needed some awards made for a car show. And I made some awards from him on the, on the laser burner. Yeah. And he came over to pick him up and we're talking. He's, he's rather conservative. He's, uh, an ex army ranger mm-hmm. and even him himself, like he, he is not able to get the vaccine, but he's like, everyone keeps going to oh, you're just an anti-vaxxer. You're just an anti. I'm like, he's like, no, I'm not. It's like, I would get the vaccine, but I have a blood clotting issue, which prevents me from getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like I have a legitimate medical issue, but he's like, I also don't go anywhere. He's mm-hmm. like, I sanitize the fuck out of my truck. Every time I get in and out of it. And he's like, I wear, gloves and a mask in every fucking store I go into and use hand sanitizer because I can't risk getting sick because it can fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. And he is an ultra conservative guy. He's a Trumper. Mm-hmm. But he takes this shit fucking serious and he goes off on people who don't. I, yeah. Well, I mean, just you saying that he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> I'm like, I, I have no interest in anything else this fucking idiot has to say because that, that's a clear indication that he's a, a moral idiot. He's, uh, he's, he's, I think he comes from the background of he was, did all the elite military stuff. He was gung-ho, you know, army for a long time. And he looked at the Republican Party as being more patriotic. And he also hates, like he was going off to me, he's like, it's like, fuck these people who go out there and call themselves patriots and just all they do is get on there and they're just a fucking keyboard warrior. It goes, the second they get a bullet going past their head, they're going to fucking shit their pants. Because <laughs> they're not fucking patriots. They're fucking pussies. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know that you need to have a bullet whizzing past your head to to prove whether you're a patriot or not. I mean, he's, he's, he's been, he's been shot a few times. I mean, he was a very combat heavy type guy. Yeah. So to him, if you're going to claim to be a patriot and you haven't been shot at or shot, you're a fucking pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he's probably in his sixties. So how is he a Trump supporter then? I mean, Trump has never been shot at Trump. Never served in the military. Is Trump Uh, a patriot or not? I think originally he was a Trump supporter because he's very anti-Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Well, because she has a vagina. Yeah. I but. see I see people still fucking bitching and moaning about Hillary Clinton. Usually it's, you know, Bernie supporters Benghazi, who are upset again? about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's either it's either a right wing conservative douchebag or it's a Bernie bro who is still upset that their guy didn't beat Hillary Clinton and then they get, then they go on and on about how you know, even as with as bad as Trump was, Clinton couldn't beat him. And then I have to remind them that actually she did. She won by over three million votes. Mm-hmm. It's the electoral it's the electoral college that 
you know, led to her, her loss in the general election. And then they say, well, then she should have run a better campaign. And it's just, they'll, it's like you said earlier, they'll use any justification they can yeah. to, to Which, support what they already believe. Yeah. Which I know with, well, with this guy, I know me and him politically are completely opposite. Yeah. But it stuns me when he's like, yeah, we need to get away from fossil fuels. We need to do more solar. We need to, to fix this and fix that and fix this. And it's like, you realize you agree with more things on the left than you know. Mm-hmm. But yet I know I hear you rag on the left quite a bit, but you you're in agreement with more stuff on the left than you realize. He It sounds like he's probably a one issue voter. I wonder what that one issue is for him. That could be. I don't I, I don't try to get into those political talks with those groups of people that much. It's kind of like, hey, we can be copacetic. You like to do some stuff that's similar to my interests. Yeah. He's going to give me a whole bunch of free wood. But you know what fucking so. kills me about that is that he comes over to your house where you're doing him a favor and he runs his fucking mouth about politics and expects that you won't. Right. That's well, that's what fucking he, torques me about so, these people more than so anything. He came over, he didn't run his mouth about Trump or any of that. Like he saw my Biden sticker. He yeah. saw my fuck Trump sticker. Didn't bring any of that up. Yeah. I'm just saying on social media, he'll talk more Trump stuff, but like in person, like we have, we know each other that he knows I'm liberal. I know he's Republican. I know he's nuts. <laughs> and he thinks I'm nuts, but we don't really have those types of talks. Yeah. I get that. He, he, and and the fact that he's gonna be bringing me a whole bunch of free wood, um, I got to keep that relationship. Come on, that's you know how much wood costs right now. <laughs> and he's making me some good stuff too, like not just like cheap shit, like some good roughs on, like mountain mahogany and cherry wood and shit. Yeah, yeah. So Ryan Ryan can be bought with wood, people. <laughs> I mean, as long as he, if he came over here and was spewing like fuck Joe Biden to my face. I probably would have been like, Hey, well, wait a second. Yeah. But he didn't do yeah. that. And he doesn't do that. Well, and, and I think, I think it's good that we, you know, should highlight areas of, on which we agree with conservatives or people who yeah. are, you know, claim to be conservative about a, a bunch of different things. And there are a lot of things that you can point to as being a conservative value, even when they're espoused by people on the left, like nature conservancy. It's taking that, that was one of his big things yeah. was yeah being like 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 he's like i'm all for like electric co cars and all that kind of stuff because i hate what lithium mining is doing to the earth mm -hmm. i'm like me too we need to find a better <laughs> way to mine lithium to be able to create better batteries to have this stuff and he's like i agree he goes i also agree we should have more solar we should have more wind power and all that kind of stuff he's like i found this cool solar panel that has the battery storage built into the back of the solar panel he's like how badass is that so, so it's just all, one like, unit you don't have to carry around a bunch of other shit yeah he's like he wasn't like oh fossil fuel yeah drill 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 he's like no fuck that stop drilling we're destroying the earth uh-huh so it sounds so like, like he may not be a religious conservative no no yeah and that that may be the big distinction there that he he isn't informed or his politics aren't as informed by his religion as they are about just more his conservative beliefs in the world like he could be be con conservative just out of habit mm -hmm. like hey i've always been i've always voted republican i've always going to vote republican to me republican is the patriotic party that supports the military it's how i was raised it's what yeah. i believe because it's been beaten into my head since i was a little kid yeah which which could be the case he could be going along the lines of like well the republican party is good for the military budget 
So I vote that way. Yeah. Well, and that's Which just when it, I was like in the military. I kind of had that thought a little bit too. It's, I mean, it's good for the military budget insofar as buying buying shit weapons, weapons and, and shit and- like that. And and but it's, I mean, it, what kills me is conservatives who say that they're that they think the Republican Party is better for the military because the military budget is great. But it's not that the military budget is great in order to help our troops. It, no, it like most of that money isn't funneled into or contractors into treating our troops when they return home for PTSD, no. for any of the physical health problems that they have following service it's, for any of that. It's, it's for weapons programs yeah, yeah, or for contractors or for education interest. or life improvements or anything like that. It's all for fucking weapon systems and private companies. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's all they do is look at the bottom line and go, well, yeah, Republicans or are hugely supportive of spending more money on our military. Okay. But nothing, none of that really goes to you. It doesn't help you. No. I mean, after all people said that Trump supported the military yet, he took the money from military housing projects to build his wall. Mm-hmm. Bases that had dilapidated housing for military members that was, that was due to be rebuilt, took that money for the wall. Yeah. We were supposed to get a new fire station. Our fire station is from world war two. Mm-hmm. That money got taken to build a wall. Yeah. Speaking of walls, the, we have fencing going up around the Capitol and we'll be back to talk about that after this. Okay. Hello, my name is Gleb Tsipurski. I am the president of Intentional Insights at intentionalinsights.org. I'm a professor at the Ohio State University studying decision-making in politics and business. And I'm also the leader of the Pro-Truth Pledge Project at protruthpledge.org, designed to fight the tide of lies in our politics and promote the truth. And you're listening to The Godless Revolution. You really think that splashing magic water on Stewie will keep him out of hell? What's that kind of talk or you'll get your heathen head smacked? Well, that's very Christian. Believe what I say or I'll hurt you. Now you're getting it. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you. Oh boy. What? There, <laughs> there's what? there's uh, an event planned for this Saturday. Oh yeah. That is being put on by people who are supportive of the January 6th rioters and insurrectionists. Yeah, they want they want justice for J6. I like how it's got a cute name now, J6. Yeah. Let's do justice for J6, everybody. It's going to be super fun and cool, and we need to make sure that these people are released from the government tyranny that they're suffering under right now because they've got all this tyranny all up on them, and that's a really bad thing, okay? I mean, after all, they might just think J6 is a rapper. Well, the the J6, you know, I think there's probably more than them. More than just six. I don't know how many there are. I there's think there probably was seven. There's probably more than six, but you know they didn't get the 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 the, the justices that they deserved. It. No, we need them more justices. So, <laughs> so yeah, a bunch of a bunch of right wing uh, lunatics are planning to have some kind of rally gathering event on September 18th in Washington D.C. This story comes to us from CNN. <laughs> says that the September 18 right-wing rally in Washington, D.C. has brought a new wave of concern about more potential violence on Capitol Hill 
as law enforcement prepares for a variety of scenarios, but it remains unclear how many protesters plan to attend. And the rally is taking place on a Saturday when both chambers of Congress will be on recess, meaning far fewer lawmakers or staff will be in the area, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Uh, it says, what is the rally for? The Justice for J6 rally aims to support insurrectionists charged in the deadly January 6th Capitol riot. Organizers is, say it's scheduled to start at noon on Saturday. Does that include the ones who have already pled, um, what do we call it? Um, oh, guilty. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Uh, oh. I, yeah, I don't. Like, I don't know what these people think they're trying to accomplish here. Like, So they want justice for the the guilty? So they want them in jail, right? If they're, if they pled guilty, they <laughs> yeah, want to see them yeah, stay justice, in jail? Justice for J6 and justice for Ashley Babbitt. Ju Ashley Babbitt got the justice she deserved, I think, yeah. already. <laughs> and the justice for these other people who are currently locked up. I mean, that's... So is this a rally just to to cheer on the officers who risked their lives to make sure that our capital was safe from these rioters and insurrectionists? Because so that besides would, the ones that have committed suicide over this already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that would that would that would be the thing that makes sense, right? That that's what these people are hoping to accomplish is to show their support for the for, law enforcement officers that they say they support yeah. so much. Yeah, back the blue and our justice system and the American way and patriotism. God damn it. Beautiful Merca. Fuck yeah. But remember earlier, how were we talking about how people will just fight so hard for what they want to believe is true? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's kind of, I think, what's happening. Oh, damn it. So it's Wednesday today. Did this is supposed to take place on Saturday. Saturday. So by the time you all hear this, the event will have happened. Our guess is that there won't be a, very many people who actually show up for this. And no. then it will probably be um, a mostly peaceful thing. There may be scuffles between the the protesters and counter protesters because there almost always is, especially these yeah. days. But I don't I don't think this is going to be a very uh, big deal, really. I don't think it's going to be a repeat of January six at all. Yeah. Well, and I I mentioned before, you know, in a, in at the closing of our last segment that you know it would the speaking of walls. Because as part of this event, they're going to be reconstructing the fencing around the Capitol complex to try to keep people out because you never know, apparently, how how yeah. nuts these people are going to get when they get into a crowd. Thankfully, their their chief promoter of violence and destruction, the Orange Menace, will not be there cheering them on, as, at least as far as, as I far know. As far as we know. Yeah. Um but I do wonder if the National Guard will be on standby for this. I hope they are, just in case. Don't underestimate. Oh, yeah. Because like the other article I was looking at, there's a lot of shit going on in the city at that time. So the police are already taxed. Mm -hmm. It says right here they got their 8th Street Festival. Um, it's a few blocks away. They got Harry Styles is performing at the Capital One Arena downtown, and they got the Nationals playing a baseball game all going on at the same time. Yeah, this. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a ton of there's going to be a ton of shit going on. There's there's part of this article that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, it says, who are the organizers? Oh, yeah. The rally is being planned by Look Ahead America, a nonprofit led by former Trump campaign staffer Matt Brainerd. The group is, quote, dedicated to standing up for patriotic Americans who have been forgotten by our government. 
according to their website. Baynard said in a recent interview with CNN, quote, this is a completely peaceful protest. And that's like, oh, just, just like January 6th. Yeah, and that we have told people that when they come, we don't want to see any messaging about the election. We don't want to see any messaging on T-shirts or flags or signs about candidates or anything like that, which to me is fucking bizarre because that's the whole reason. All they do. Well, and that's, that's the whole reason that these January 6th people are in jail right now anyway, right? Because yeah. they were there to protest the election in support of their candidate. And this guy says that he doesn't want to hear about the election or candidates or anything like that to quote him, which I, yeah, this, okay. this, the, this, so this next part is the part that I thought was this particularly funny. It says, the story continues and says, still at least one proud boys leader has encouraged followers from across the country to show up. Though others online have discouraged attendance and warned it might be a false flag operation designed to trap supporters. So, wow. so their so their conspiracy world has come full circle now where even, now the prod boys are a conspiracy even events that are planned in support of these idiots are now being called potential false flag operations just so that they can trap people like it just the the conspiracy and fucking paranoia and idiocy seems to know no bounds and it's i mean sometimes it, it's just fucking perfect and beautiful it's in- like inception <laughs> it's an inception of conspiracy theories we need to go deeper <laughs> i just i i read that and i was like holy shit these people i just how do they how do they function on a day-to-day basis as members of a society? And maybe they don't, maybe that's the whole thing. Like these, these types of events and gatherings of like-minded people are the only places where they feel comfortable because it's, it's their people. It's them. But now they don't feel comfortable because it's a possible false flag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. It's just, I just, I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a thing that is happening this weekend. Hopefully, I, I hopefully will it will be peaceful. Yeah. I mean, I definitely will be paying attention to it. There's a few, uh, I'll, I'll get on and try to find live feeds on like Facebook or YouTube about the, with these things quite often to kind of see where people like live streaming of the actual event going on. That's how I watched most of the January 6th was actually of the fucking people there live streaming their fucking bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah. That. Some of the video from people at the, at the January 6th insurrection was just wild to me. How how people, how so, how people can so easily be swept up in the heat of the moment to do awful things because there wasn't, there weren't enough calm, cool, collective heads there saying, whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck are you guys doing? What the hell is going on right now? But you also got to take into account that they're live streaming this. Uh Uh-huh. They don't think anything wrong is happening. Uh huh. If you think you're committing a crime, are you going to fucking live stream it? Some people do. True, but hopefully not. Most, I, I would, well, I would think most sane people would not live stream a criminal act, but they all did it willingly. Yeah. Cause they're great patriots who are there to take their country back. So what they did, they didn't think they were doing anything wrong. They're just being let in. Bullshit. I've seen the videos of you guys break. I was watching them live 
breaking out the windows, storming in, screaming and stealing shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was not legal. That was not patriotic, you motherfuckers. Yeah, so, but apparently Capitol Police have approved the department's request to reinstall temporary fencing around the Capitol complex ahead of the rally. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, they're, they're preparing for the worst and hoping for the best, which I guess yeah. is just about all you can do. Yeah. And it seems like they're going to be better prepared for this than they were for January 6th. So, which, which yeah. probably, I mean, that, by all indication, I don't think this is going to be a very large. I don't think it's going to be a heavily it, attended event. I don't think it's going to be. I think to be a lot of people will be afraid to attend it because they'll be worried about what will happen. Just like they're like, hey, it's going to be like January six again. We don't want to get caught up in that. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's. I think it'll be a, a meh story about stuff. Hopefully, yeah. I, I, I hope nothing bad happens for sure. Um, I, I just wish these these patriots would would remember one of the very first grammar, grammatically incorrect lines in our Declaration of Independence, uh, where we strive for a more perfect union. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of like you know you want to progress in society and make things better. Yeah. Not uh, not keep them the same. Yeah. Yeah. That brings us to our penultimate story for this episode. Um, Ooh, is he going to make, are we going to get a more perfect union out of this one? <laughs> no. uh, not out of this, I uh, think. Uh, but it was, it was interesting. It, so in the days following Trump's loss, when he started doing crazy shit, like the, like, like firing people, trying to, trying to force governors of different States to, to overturn the election results in their states saying the election was a fraud like doing all kinds of stuff to try to maintain power and you know hold on to the presidency and i watched all of this with a growing sense of concern because it just kept getting more and more extreme and more wild and i was beyond frustrated and honestly fearful that more people weren't speaking out more forcefully against this people within the Republican party, even people on the left that they weren't speaking out about a lot of these things more forcefully. And in some of my, uh, posts on Facebook and elsewhere, I, I put the hashtag coup or coup watch and faced a lot of pushback from, from people on the left saying, Oh, I was being a reactionary or I was overreacting that, this, you know, that a coup could never happen here, that it wouldn't happen here. Um, he would need the military on his side because he can only accomplish this with the military. Clearly mm. that isn't, that isn't like, he doesn't have to have the military. It could all be done quote unquote legally. If, if he Twitter. Yeah. I mean, he could force people to do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do and they would create laws or twist laws to their benefit, just like we have mentioned a couple times throughout this episode, where people will go out and find things to support what they already believe. And yeah. he was doing that with, with people. He was doing that with people in government. Shit, there's still a fucking audit going on in Arizona right fucking now. That is nowhere near legal. Yeah, that is completely fucking bonkers off the rails, batshit crazy. Yeah the fucking cyber ninjas and it's being sanctioned and supported by Arizona Republicans 
<laughs> it's and it was supposed Some to be have done. spoken out. Yeah, well, a few, that. a few now, lately, yeah. months later, months <laughs> after it started, months True. after it was supposed to be completed, and millions yeah. and millions of dollars have been spent on it, and millions more will need to be spent to replace the voting machines that have now been corrupted and can't be trusted well, because of they've been in the hands of these maniacs. They got to find that bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> but in light of all of this, there has been a new book or there will be a new book coming out from Bob Woodward and Robert Costa um, that outlines some of the behind the scenes machinations that were going on during Trump's freakout following his election loss when he refused to concede. I, I, I No president... No candidate for president has refused to concede in my entire lifetime in and in many, many years before that. And in fact, I don't know if there's been a president before or a candidate before who has refused to concede maybe in the 1800s sometime. I I, I don't know. It would take some research, but I I'm, I can't think of hearing when this was going on. I never heard them refer to any president that had ever done it before. Yeah. And he still hasn't conceded. He still is trumpeting this false idea that he somehow won the election. And it's causing a lot of real harm. It's destroying faith. Some people think he's still going to be reinstated. Yeah. And it's destroying faith in our government institutions. It's it's Mm -hmm. destroying faith in the things that we need to protect us from this type of shit. And it's fucking terrifying. So they've got this book coming out that talks about how General Mark Milley behind the scenes was holding secret meetings with people to let them know, hey, I am concerned about what I'm seeing going on here. I want to make sure that you all know that I need to be part of any major military decisions that are promoted or put forth by this loose cannon president that we have right now. The CIA director said that she th- thought this was a right wing coup in the making. The C- <laughs> Trump's handpicked director for the Central Intelligence Agency said that she was concerned that what she was witnessing was a right wing coup in the works. So that's very concerning. Uh. <sighs> Well, we're running out of time, and I want to make sure that we talk about some good news. Oh, did you have something else you wanted to add? I was just going to say, I wonder if history will look at this like the Bay of Pigs, realizing how close we came to fucking disaster with this guy. Super fucking close. And it's terrifying that he is still in the news as a potential prospect to run for president again, and that he still has so much support, not only from mindless numbskulls who would vote for him in the first place, but active politicians in our government. Yeah. People who support him and would do things to support him that are outside the bounds of legality. (laughs) They would stretch whatever they had as a legal means to help prop up and support him where he decide to run and potentially corrupt, like literally and in fact corrupt our elections process in, in having him run as a candidate and in their support for him. And in going out of their way to do things to try to ensure that he wins. I hope he doesn't. It's terrifying. Uh, I think we're going to, we're going to, are we going to take a break or are we just going to end it right now on some good news? No, we're just going to end it on some good news now because on top of all of that, let's, let's set all of that aside. Let's 
wipe our plates clean for a moment and clean. revel in the good news that we have about uh, from from Cory Booker. Yeah, a bit of legislation that is being promoted by Cory Booker that I thought was awesome. Um, this comes from a blog post on the American Atheists website. Uh, headlined discrimination is not religious freedom support the do no harm act it was published today it says for too long religious exemptions have created special privileges for religious people and organizations at the federal level but there's a solution the do no harm act which was recently introduced in the senate by senator cory booker democrat of new jersey the do no harm act was also introduced in the house of representatives in march if passed, the Do No Harm Act would limit the negative impact of religious exemptions created by the Religious Freedom Restoration Act in all areas of federal law, including civil rights and health care coverage. And we mentioned earlier in this episode that people have used the RIFRA, the, oh, yeah. that they've used the Religious Freedom Restoration Act in order to promote their discriminatory views against people. They've They've used it as a cudgel against people that they don't like and have justified that by pointing to their religious teachings. Yeah. No, even, even the, uh, uh, the Hobby Lobby case, the, the reproductive rights, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the, so the post continues and says that we need your help to build support for this important, legis le important Jesus. <laughs> let me, Jesus! <laughs> let me untie this knot in my tongue here. Sorry. <laughs> we need your help to build support for this important legislation. Please ask your senators and congressperson to support this bill. American atheists has long opposed the religious freedom restoration act because it gives special treatment to religion above and beyond what the first amendment requires or allows. While RIFRA was Originally intended as a shield to protect religious minorities, this law is now being used as a weapon to justify the denial of health care coverage for employees, to allow for discrimination, and to undermine child labor and abuse laws. Religious belief should never justify special exemptions from the law. The Do No Harm Act would take a step in the right direction by making sure that any religious exemptions under RIFRA do not shift the burden to third parties such as young people in foster care, people receiving services from the federal government, or employees of religious businesses. As Congressman Bobby Scott, a sponsor of the House bill, explained, the Do No Harm Act will ensure that, quote, religious freedom is only used as a shield to protect individuals from discrimination and not a sword to cut down the rights of others. It says, please take action now. Ask your senators and congresspersons to support the Do No Harm Act. And it gives a link here where you can fill out information and it will generate a template for you. So you fill in your name, address, and based on that, it goes out, looks in the database to see who your representatives are and gives you a template for letters that you will that you can send to email them very, very easily. Uh, asking them to help support this. I'll make sure that we have a link for this in the show yeah. notes for the episode and we'll post it out on our social media as well, because this is a great, great thing. It's, it's something that we've needed for quite some time. And, and Oh, Riffra has been horrible. Yeah. Well, and this, it just makes it so easy to send these messages to your, your actual representatives. Mm -hmm. They don't like, if I were to send an email to, I don't know. Uh, uh, if I were to send a, an email to 
fucking James Inhofe. He don't, he doesn't give a shit what I send him because I'm not a constituent of his. Uh, he does not represent me. He represents the people of Oklahoma, right? He doesn't, mm -hmm. he, he's not going to care if I send him a message. So this directs your message to your actual representatives for your state. So I'll be posting a link to that. I think that's all very, very good. I was excited to see it. Yeah. It takes the work out of it for you and it's easy. Oh yeah. It'll take 10 seconds. Yeah, for sure. But that will wrap things up for us for this episode. Before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your continued support of the show. It's awesome. I'm I'm overwhelmed by your support of the show and and help in keeping us and and your help in making sure that it keeps going. Uh that would be two skeptical chaps. Alan Firth. Don't be a Richard. Hunter Grin. John McCullough. Ollie Olson. Sinead Duffy. Steve Kuno. Steven Andrus. Tiffany Hudson. Vanessa. Corey Ebert. Jeff Peterson. Jeremy Goodson. Matthew Sanders. Megan Mitchell. The guy that asks questions before he finishes the show. Ooh, I've been waiting for this one. Alex Jones. Gay Frogs Brigade. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Freethinker215. Janet Uter. Purple Dragon. Sarah Segovia. Savita Kuna. Theodore Sellen. Tim Jacobson. Trisha Weir. A noble spirit embiggens the smallest man. A perfectly cromulent statement. Good job, Dan. Thanks. Oh, and, and James. Thanks, James. Thank you all very much. I really, really do appreciate all the support that yes. you've given the show. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for coming on the show last week. It was, it was a pleasure sitting down and chatting with him for a bit. Yeah, and by time you are listening to this, Jeff, you should have received your coasters in the mail. Ooh, nice. I still need to get those books in the mail for you guys. I have not done that yet. Yeah, I should have been there last week, but we weren't 100% on my safety. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that that all turned out well and that you do not have the COVID, that you and Sarah are both free and clear of that. Me uh, too. I would have felt bad if I had gone there and we did test positive. Yeah, that would have, that would have, that would have sucked a lot. So uh, Tracy we, probably would have hunted you down and done horrible yeah. things to you. <laughs> we made the right decision, which we hope all of our dear listeners are also making the yes. right decisions. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. I hope oh. you get feeling better, Taylor. Yes. And uh, I'm you think out. He listens. I'm going to go have Taylor, oh, maybe. Do you think Taylor listens? Probably only to the episodes he's not on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> <laughs> I've only missed one. I, I realized the other day, like I've only ever missed one episode of the show ever. Yes. And we made reference to that. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, and Taylor and I were both lost. <laughs> I think you guys did a fine job. It was very oh, good. Thank you. Uh, but that's it. Uh, you made me hungry about an hour ago, so I'm going to go have some uh, dinner. Oh, I'm going to go have some more pizza. All right. Later guys. Bye. More of that after this. <laughs> <laughs> like I was oblivious to all that shit when I went in. I was like, "Oh fuck, you guys are gonna have a prayer circle here." Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Did I join a cult? I think I joined a cult. Oh shit, I joined what? a cult. <laughs>